on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl, fuck a stove. Counted millions in a cold. Bad bitch, booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold, that's a no. Headshot, case closed. What is up, guys? It's Andy Purcell, and this is the show for the realists. Say goodbye to the lies, the fakeness, and delusions of modern society. And welcome to motherfucking reality, guys. Today we have Q and AF. That's where you submit the Qs. And we give you the AS. Now, you could submit your questions one of a couple different ways. The first way is... Guys, email your questions in to askandy at andyforsella.com. These questions could be about anything, guys. Uh, typically, their personal development, how to win, how to get better, how to make more money, how to get better at business, how to get better at life. Um, but it, you can throw some in there about what's going on in the world, too. We'll answer some of those. But you can also submit those questions by just dropping some of your questions in the comments section on the Q&AF episode. Um, we'll pick some from there as well. Other times you tune in, we have CTI. That stands for Cruise the Internet. That's where we talk about what's going on in the world. Other times we have Real Talk. Real Talk is 5 to 20 minutes of me just giving you some real talk. And then we have 75 Hard Verses. That's where somebody who's completed the 75 Hard program, which is the initial phase of the Live Hard program, comes on and talks about how their life was before 75 Hard, how it is after, and how you can use the 75 Hard program to change your life. Now, you can get the 75 Hard Program for free at episode 208 on the audio feed. There's also a book called The Book on Mental Toughness. It's on my website. Uh, you can buy that book, and I think you'll enjoy it. It has a number of other chapters besides just the Live Hard Program. It's a very comprehensive book on mental toughness, why it matters, how you can use it, and uh, how you can you know make your life better using the concepts of mental toughness. But it's not necessary. You can get the program for free at episode 208. Uh, we do have this thing for the show called The Fee. The Fee means share the show. We get censored quite a bit, guys, especially on YouTube. Um, and they're doing it especially hard right now. I guess it's because of election season. I don't know what's going on, but they've already lost the culture war, so I don't know why they're censoring. Um, it just makes them look stupid, but they are doing it, and we rely on you to share the show. So um, if you could please do us a solid, if you get good information out of the show, if you get value out of the show, if it makes you think, if it makes you laugh, Gives you a new perspective. If you think it's a valuable way to spend your time, do us a solid and share the show, guys. Uh, it really helps. It really helps us get the word out. And then also, don't forget to uh, click subscribe. So, don't be a hoe. Share the show. All right. What's up, man? What's going on, brother? Oh, not much. Yeah? Yeah. Just doing a thing. Yeah. Yeah. What's up with you? Thing gets done. Yeah, man. Chilling, man. You know? Um, nothing new. Just, Just grinding you know yeah. just keeping it moving yep well that's the time of year man you know a lot of people right now are already kind of falling off their program i've been sick as a dog for the last week and a half uh it started off as the flu and it's turned into something else i'm not sure exactly what it is but uh we're working with the doctors to get through it it's been a big pain in my ass but uh yeah that's what's going on with me i'm just trying to keep these shows going for you guys and uh and then after the show i go home and go to bed yeah, <laughs> so that don't don't sound terrible. Yeah, work still gets done though. But let's get into this though. We got uh, I got three good ones for you guys. Cool, uh, guys. Andy, question number one. Andy, what's the biggest misunderstanding when it comes to seeking advice uh, from other people and giving yourself permission to just go and execute? Yeah, I think that's a good question, man. A lot of people get really caught up in taking advice. And unfortunately, they're not very good at understanding who has good advice and who doesn't. You know, if you scroll through Instagram right now, it's it's actually kind of disgusting, honestly, what it's become. It's become one big advertisement. 
It's every single person out here with a fucking cell phone building some sort of personal brand around giving advice when in reality 99% of these people are struggling. They haven't actually built anything relevant. They are just trying to build something for themselves through the you know, distribution of content, hopefully to gain credibility. So I guess what these people think is that if I sound credible, I'll get a following and then I'll be able to like have something going on. And that's incredibly dangerous for a lot of people, uh, especially people who don't really understand what to do. Because when you're in the beginning of the journey, it's impossible to tell who's giving you good advice. So right now we're inundated with so many people that just want to talk for the sake of, you know, likes, shares and views and comments. When in reality, dude, the advice that they give, and I can tell you this for fact, a lot of it is just dog shit advice. Um, so you and have the other to shit is like shit that everybody else is saying. So yeah, like, <laughs> no. And that's what it is. It, it, yeah. It's either, it's either just carbon copy of what a few yeah. select, you know, known people are, which I'm one of those people. Um, or, it's it's just shit. Complete bullshit. Yeah, like, and, you know, it sucks, dude, because in the beginning of my entrepreneurship journey, yeah, we didn't have social media, and yes, we couldn't learn from people who had done things outside of, like, picking up a book and reading it, right? Like, I would read a book about Sam, Sam Walton, or I'd read Tony Robbins stuff, right? And I'm very grateful for that. But it was almost easier having only that because you weren't inundated with so much confusion about what to do. You didn't have every Tom, Dick, and Harry on the internet pretending like they're some sort of uber successful, kick-ass entrepreneur, when in reality, bro, they're living in a fucking bullshit house with a bullshit business, and they, sometimes they don't even have a business. You know, um, some of these guys are just making shit up. So we have to be, you know, for me, when I was young, that was actually a blessing, because, like, dude, I... I had no way to be confused, if that makes sense, yeah. right? Um, it's almost like too many options. There's, there's too much that. now, yeah. and there's too many fucking knuckleheads who don't know what they're doing, who have not done anything, giving advice irresponsibly on the internet, and there's people, by no fault of their own, that listen to this advice because they don't know any better. Like, when you're first starting out and you're like, fuck, dude, I think I want to start a business, you don't really know that much. So... You know, if people can flash some uh, some cool stuff or, you know, show a car or a watch, you know, that's $50,000 or $200,000 on a fucking, you know, dude, that's unobtainable to most people. It's it's like, well, fuck, dude, if they've got a $250,000 RM on, then they got to know what they're doing. Yeah. Right. And that's yeah. just not fucking true. So we have to we have to be honest and be skeptical about who's actually done things. And, you know, I talk about this a lot. I talked about this on that podcast I did with Ed Milet last week, um, which was amazing, by the way. If you haven't caught that, you should go listen to that interview with Ed and I. But we talk about this, you know. It's important to vet who you're going to take advice from. You need to ask real questions, and you need to ask um, – you need to make sure these people aren't just making this shit up, you know. Ask questions like – what businesses do they actually own? Do those businesses actually sell products? How many customers do they serve? How long have they been doing it? Uh, what's it like to order from these companies? Do they have employees? Where do they operate out of? You know, a lot of these people talk about these businesses and in reality, you know, we can't see them. We don't know where they are. We never see them on their social. 
And, you know, they're calling themselves a CEO, but where is it? Yeah. Right? It's in this shade. It's on paper. Yeah, it's this shady, dark, and don't ask any questions, otherwise you're an asshole. Right. You know, and the truth of the matter is, someone who's credible, dude, all those questions are going to be really obvious. Like, you're going to be able to know what these people do, and you're going to be able to find um, answers to that. And people who have done real things, they don't mind sharing what they've done. They don't, they don't get defensive about it, you know? Um, so, I think it's just very important to to seek advice from people who have done things, people who have been around for a long time. They're not just here today. All of a sudden, they're the hottest new guru. Um, and, and be smart about where you get your advice at the very least. And then, you know, on top of that, you could get as much advice as you want, but if you never cross the chasm from taking the advice in and actually going to execute, it's impossible to win. And I actually think the execution is far more important than the advice you get anyway, because most of the things that you're going to learn, you're going to learn from experience, right? You're going to go out, you're going to, you're going to do things, you're going to do them wrong. You're going to learn a lesson. You're going to go do the same thing. You're going to do it better next time. And you're going to acquire skills through that process of continuing to go and then fall down and then learn what caused you to fall down. Uh, and then, you know, approach that same obstacle again with the skill set that you've already learned from falling down. So, you know, the experience of going is highly underrated. Everybody wants to know everything before they go. But the reality is, is most of the things that you're really going to know are going to come from what you learn along the way. Mm -hmm. So my advice is, you know, get get a basic idea of what to do. Uh, and that information is readily available. And guys, if you want uh, go back and listen to the first 300 episodes of of on my audio feed. Okay, that was called the MSCEO project. It's the it was it's 300 episodes of pure 330 episodes of pure entrepreneurial knowledge that you need. It'll develop every fucking skill that you possibly need. It's free. You don't need to pay all these motherfuckers to learn this shit. And I can promise you, anybody that you're paying out there, I've done more shit than them, and I'm giving it to you for free. Yeah. So. Can I, can I ask you this? Because I really, yeah. like what what do you think it is? Like what what is the the hangup where people want to be told what the lesson is before they actually go? Because they're afraid to make mistakes, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, but that's not realistic to be able to just go through any journey with unblemished and never fuck up, right? Like, no, most people don't ever win, bro, or don't ever go because they don't. Uh, because they are afraid that they're going to fall down and look stupid in front of their friends, in front of their family. And there's a tremendous amount of social pressure now with the internet where nobody wants to make mistakes. Nobody wants to, that's another place I had an advantage. You know, when I fucking fell and I sucked, not everybody was watching, hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's different now. And, but like, you have to un hope nobody saw that. All right, yeah. Yeah. But you have to understand that in order to build something real, in order to build something uh, that you're going to be proud of, that's going to you know provide the the level of lifestyle that you want for yourself. Looking stupid in front of other people is a requirement of the journey. You're going to look stupid a million times along the way. There are times I'm 25 years in my official entrepreneurship journey, bro. I make mistakes all the time, and I end up looking stupid all the time. That's part of the deal. I don't fucking care because I know that if I look stupid, I'm looking stupid in front of a bunch of people who are afraid to even try. What difference does that make? Okay. And so most people give up their dreams and they give up all of the things that they think they want for themselves because they're afraid to step out and do things in front of people who are never going to try. That makes no sense. So you're telling me you're going to give up your entire life, your entire dreams, everything you've ever wanted for yourself, because the opinions of people who are never going to do a motherfucking thing in their entire life matter to you. 
These people are going to do the same shit they've been doing now, next year, five years from now, 10 years from now. And anybody who's been in the game long enough can tell you that. So most people just opt out of the game for fear of the opinions of people who end up being irrelevant anyway, which makes no sense. You know, most people also do this thing where they talk about the haters and the this and the that and this. Bro, most of you are your own biggest hater. Most of you sit there and you don't go because you're afraid to go because of what people might say. It's not what they actually said. It's what you're imagining in your brain, what people might say if you do this or if you do that. And guess what? That makes you your own biggest hater. That makes you your own biggest obstacle that you need to overcome to even go. So when people sit here and they don't go because they're afraid of the opinions of others, they're actually afraid of the made up opinions that they've made up of others that what others might say. And that's pretty fucked up if you really break that down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, bro, you know, my answer to the question is this. Be smart about where you get information. Listen to people who have done real things. But most importantly, go. Go do the thing, go start the thing, go try the project and learn along the way. You have to be willing to do that because if you're not willing to do that, there's no way for you to ever actually get anywhere. You could be the guy who recites all the statistics and knows all the stuff and knows all the lessons and sounds real good saying it with nothing to show for it because you never fucking went. So you don't want to be that guy. Love that, man. Uh, Guys, Andy, question number two. Andy. How do you retrain yourself to become hyper-focused and intentional with wherever you are and whatever task you have at hand? How do you really focus in on the task at hand? Well, I mean, look, dude, we live in a day where we're hyper-distracted, okay? Our attention span, and this is scientifically proven, is less than it's ever been. Uh, People are making content that's four seconds long and getting 20 million views on YouTube shorts and TikTok and things. So we're, we're inundated by short form content that is mindless, that trains us not to be able to pay attention. When was the last time y'all were able to watch a movie from start to finish? Hmm. It's very difficult for people to do now because dude, they can't do it without picking up their phone or looking at stuff on the internet. Like people are, people have become these very highly distracted beings, which is a huge disadvantage. So you have to put yourself in an environment where you can be intentful. That means you got to put your phone away, maybe put it in the other room, maybe put it in another fucking building, whatever the fuck you got to do. And you got to sit there and do dedicated work. And someone who can sit down and do dedicated work has a massive advantage over everybody else because it's so rare right now. It used to be back in the day, there weren't these distractions. So you're competing against a bunch of people who all were dedicated and all had the intent to execute on whatever it is they were working at, which produced a ton of great work. And right now you don't have that anymore because of the nature of everybody's lives being distracted by these phones. So the first thing is get yourself in a position to concentrate without the distractions of technology. That's a huge part of it. Uh, Secondly, you have to realize that work done with the proper intent is a totally different concept than work just done, okay? And there are two kinds of people in this world. And one kind of person gets paid real well and the other kind of person doesn't. And they can, and they appear to be doing the same things. They appear to be doing the same shit. People who actually work on their work with the outcome and the intent in mind as they work on it produce much higher quality work, are much 
more revered and valuable inside of an organization than the people who just check boxes. Okay. People who check boxes, they will get the box, they will get the work done. But what ends up happening is they can't figure out why their work is always mediocre or why the other guy's beating them or why the other guy's getting the promotion or why the other guy's business is, is doing better than theirs. It's because just doing it isn't enough. It's how you do it. Do you do it with the highest possible standards? When you're shooting content or you're making a piece of content, is it the coolest fucking thing that you've ever done that you've ever seen? Or is it just some shit you're doing to throw out there? Like, dude, I see all these people now who want to be content creators and they're just putting out mediocre shit after mediocre shit after mediocre shit and they can't figure out why it's not taken. It's not taken because it sucks, bro. You fucking suck, okay? And we have to be honest with ourselves about the quality of your fucking work and that comes down to the intent. It, what am I doing this for? Am I doing this because I want likes, clicks, and views and shares for me because I want to be famous and I want to have a following? Or am I doing this to actually serve people? Am I trying to teach them something? Am I trying to help them achieve something? Am I trying to entertain them in a way that is super entertaining? What am I doing? You know, just doing shit for the sake of doing it is never a winning strategy. And that goes for creating content. That goes for building a business that goes for being an entrepreneur inside of a business. Like if you're not getting paid and you're undervalued, there's a good chance that you're actually not undervalued. You just think you are. You're probably doing mediocre work that lacks intent. You're not doing it with the outcome in mind. You're not remembering that you're not doing this for you. You're doing it for them. You know, when, uh, when I was in business, my first 10 years in business, I fucking sucked. Okay. I made $58,380 my first 10 years in business combined. Do you know why? Because my intent in what I did was off. My intent in running the business was I want to make money. I want to get as much as I can. I want to sell these people as much as many products as I can. And you know what happened that whole entire time? I fucking sucked. I didn't make any money. I was broke the whole time. You know, you know what happened to me? I got hurt. And I threw my back out. I was going to go, I was going to go start cleaning carpets. That's what I was going to do. We were going to close the business and I was going to go start cleaning carpets. And on the carpet cleaning training, I threw my back out. And for 30 days I was in bed. I, it was really, really bad. And I was having these conversations with Chris about how to unwind the business and how to, um, you know, move on from where we were. And he was going to go join uh, officer candidate school and become a pilot and I was going to start this carpet cleaning business. And we were talking and we were kind of like talking about what we did like about the business. We got into this conversation about what we liked about what we did. And, and one of the things that, that happened to us along the way is because we were so slow and because we didn't have much business, every once in a while, we would talk to someone for two or three hours that came in the store for no other reason than we just didn't have anybody else to talk to. And so during that conversation, we would go th very thoroughly through their, their fitness program and what they were doing. And this person occasionally, a couple times a year, these people would leave and they would come back months later and they would be down a hundred pounds or they would be down 75 pounds and they'd be crying and they'd be giving us a big hug saying, you changed my life. And Chris and I both agreed that that was like the coolest thing about our business. And so we decided, you know, Hey man, you know what, maybe we won't just go out and do these other things. We'll just keep doing what we do. But instead of trying to sell as much shit as possible, let's focus on getting these people results. Let's focus on actually helping these people. And what happened was our business grew 100% five years in a fucking row. 
You know why? Because people understood that we were there to help them. We weren't there for us. And by and because we focused on them and our intent right was on them, we made more money. So uh, that's a little lesson for you on intent. Whatever it is that you do in your business, in your content creation, whatever it is you're working on, realize and keep in mind you're doing it for someone else. You're doing it for a reason that is not selfish for you. And if you do it with the right intent, well enough and long enough, you will get what comes with that, which is the money. Money is a byproduct of that process. Okay, money is not, you're not entitled to it. You don't just get it because you have a business. That's not how the fuck it works. It is what people trade you for the value that you provide. And when you provide value with the right kind of intent, the money is all, always there. And that's a fundamental reality of anybody's business that's out there. So and I know that's taking intent to a different direction than what the question was asked, but I think it's relevant to what we're talking about. Um, you know? Well, no, I think it's perfectly relevant because you're, you're, you're explaining why it's so fucking important. You, know, you can't get nowhere without it. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, dude, here's the bottom line. Put yourself in a place where you're not distracted by technology and get to work with the idea in mind that whatever I'm working on is designed to fucking serve someone else. What is that? How are you? How is your shit serving someone else? How is it made? Now, are there exceptions to this? Are there these girls on the internet that show their ass and their titties and they get fucking gazillion views? Yes, they're exceptions. That's not really valuable. Okay. But you ain't that. And that's going to wear off. So we're talking about a fundamental we're a fundamental mentality long-term. Right now, the internet is very favorable to mindless content. If you go on YouTube, I can tell you for sure, YouTube 100% promotes mindless content. Mm -hmm. If you look at the short, the short form content that gets 35, 40 million views, it's all just mindless shit. It's stupid shit. It's not even, it's not any sort of value whatsoever. So you have to understand the internet right now is built for entertainment. It's not built for education, but business, you know, a real business is built to serve with impact and education um, for the most part, unless you're in an entertainment business. But the point is, is that when you're trying to build something, whatever it is you're building, you have to keep that end customer in mind. What is this person going to get out of consuming this? What is this person going to get out of reading this or watching this? What is this person going to get when they buy this? And how, are they going to, is this going to provide enough value where not only are they thrilled, but they're thrilled enough to tell their friends. And that's going to come from you focusing on what you can do for them, not what you're going to get out of the process. I love it, man. Love it. Guys, Andy, our third and final question, question number three. Uh, hey, Andy. I've been blessed with the opportunity to establish a construction and development company and be trained by my business partner who has taken me under his wing as a mentor. Uh, he has 50 plus years experience in this business and every day is a learning experience, especially the dick kickings. Um, now, I know the only way to gain 50 years of experience is to do this shit for 50 years, but I find myself struggling to keep up with my mentor's pace. Uh, in accomplishing goals. Tasks get done, but not as fast as I would like. And I find myself reacting to the daily fires more than being able to focus on the growth opportunities when uh, we get presented with. Early mornings and late nights are a regular thing. Uh, we've been in business a little over a year, and this is my first real foray into entrepreneurship. Any advice on this is greatly appreciated. Yeah. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome, bro. That's how the fucking game goes. Yeah. The day you enter entrepreneurship, the day regular life ceases to exist. 
Okay, this idea that you're going to show up at nine and leave at five and you're going to have all this freedom, that's bullshit. All right. And this pace that you're having to keep up with, that's the pace of a person who's been doing something for so long that it's become easy for them to do. And that's what you have to look forward to. Now, is it going to be easier for you to get to that point? No, it's going to be highly uncomfortable. You're going to be frustrated. You're going to be pissed off. You're going to be angry. You're going to vent. You're going to say, fuck, all I do is this. This is all I do. All I do my whole life is this. That's right. If you want to win in entrepreneurship, that's what it takes. It takes everything you fucking got because there's other people out there that have skill sets that are stronger than yours that are giving everything that they fucking got. And people think they can compete in this world because it's popular on the internet to see, oh man, it's so easy. I started my own business. I I, I became this. I did this, you know, and it was fucking $900 in this one program that taught me everything I know. Fuck you, bro. You're full of shit. Okay. This is going to take everything you got. And the pace at which you are, are you are being thrown into the fire right now. Yeah. And you should welcome, you should welcome this uncomfortableness because what it's doing is it's conditioning you to become acclimated to the pace that you're going to have to run at your whole life if you want to be successful. This is why I say all the time, it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody, bro. It's a very hard, very brutal, very time-consuming path you have to be all in you have to be fully committed and people who aren't fucking loose and they blame it on everybody else oh the market was bad or this was bad or that was bad or this this no you're not doing what's required and what's required is full fucking commitment because you're competing against a bunch of other people who are giving full commitment what makes you think you're so fucking good that you can operate and compete with people who are giving 10 times the amount of effort as you and i've been for 50 years that's right it's not going to happen so uh, my answer to you is you're getting a taste of what it's really like and you should welcome and appreciate the fact that your mentor is showing you this because you're going to be able to acclimate to that much faster than everybody else who's in the same place as you, okay? Because what you're really competing with and when it comes to entrepreneurship is you're not competing with the guys like me who've been doing it for 20 plus years, 25 years. You're not doing that, bro. I'm so far ahead of you, you're probably not catching me, Okay. But what you are competing with is the guys who've been doing it one year or two years, okay? And so that's how you have to look at it. Instead of looking at it like I'm competing with all the big dogs or I'm competing with these guys who've been doing it for 50, 25 years, start looking at it like, okay, who am I competing with? Oh, I'm competing with the guys who've been doing it the same amount of time as me, all right? And so because you're with this mentor and he's pulling your pace up to a a 50-year pace in probably the next three years, Bro, you're at a tremendous advantage over all the people that you're actually competing with that are in that one to three year bracket. Mm. So I would embrace this. I would, I would, I would welcome it. I would be thankful for it, uh, and I would try to acclimate to the pace as much as possible uh, without driving yourself fucking crazy. Yeah, this is. This, I feel like this is an interesting talk because I've, I've never really heard you speak on the pace of business, right? Like, and it's making me think. Like, I remember when I was in high school playing high school football. Yeah. They got recruited to go to D2, yeah. play, play D2 football. I'm like, yeah. dude, the speed of the game. Different. It's completely different. Yeah. And that's just D2. Yeah. I, I couldn't imagine D1. Or then you look at, like, the NFL. Yeah. What is that pace? I mean, what is that? What What is that pace of business you're talking about? Well, look, man, when you start out, you know, you're not doing a whole bunch of stuff. Like, you feel like you are because before you started, you weren't doing much. Hmm. But once you start, you start to do all these things that you weren't doing before, and it feels overwhelming. But what you don't realize is that the further you go in business, the more that becomes, you know, accelerated uh, and compounded. You know, I, I could give you an example. Like one of the comments that I get consistently when people watch uh, the day, the first day in the life episode that we did, 
was like, God dang, dude, you're a busy motherfucker. And like, I'm just thinking in my head, I'm like, this is just normal day, bro. Normal Monday. Yeah, like, in fact, you're not even show. We didn't even show in that fucking video like my meetings and the things I did. What twenty minutes? That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, dude. So like, I and you know this because we're we're together all the time. But like, and I'm not saying this to flex on people, but like, bro, most people couldn't fucking hang with me, dude. Like, I wake up, I fucking go hard as fuck until I'm fucking exhausted, and I go to bed. And, and yeah. most people can't do that because they built in these ideas in their brain about what an acceptable amount of work is or what the acceptable pace is, right? They've been told seven and a half, eight hours a day of work, which in reality, does anybody actually work eight hours or do they work fucking one or two hours within the eight hours? Right. Let's be fucking real, okay? And a real competitive entrepreneur has to work and, and be productive that entire time. So you go from... You know, basically not understanding any of this to, you know, being overwhelmed in the beginning and, and, and dude, it's kind of like getting in a, it's like getting in a cold plunge. You know, the first time you get in the cold plunge, you're freaking the fuck out, bro. Like it's super uncomfortable. And then after a few days, it gets a little easier. After a few weeks, it gets, it's still a little bit uncomfortable, but it's pretty easy. And then after you've been doing it for a few months, you can kind of get right in, mm-hmm. even though, and, and a normal person, it'll fucking, it would it would crush them, right? That's what it's like adapting to the pace of being an entrepreneur. You, The longer you do it, the easier it gets, but not because it gets easier, but just because you acclimate to it. Mm-hmm. And that's how, how I describe uh, the process. And you know, you can only get acclimated to it by exposing yourself to it. And not everybody has a mentor that's been doing something for 50 years that understands this. So I think whoever wrote this question is in a, a really favorable position over their competition by even having somebody that they can be around to witness that, yeah, because most people don't get a view of that, dude. They don't get it. Let me let me final final thoughts on this. I want to ask you this too: Is there anything that he should be, uh, I guess, not not cautious of, right? But when you do have a guy that's in the business that's been doing it fifty years, is there anything that he should just like, hey, just keep this in mind? Like, yeah, I would say this. Um, a lot of times, a lot of these older guys, you know, here here's where you take the value from the older guys. They understand the fundamentals very well. They understand things like building relationship and and serving a customer and providing value and bottom of the funnel, I would say, foundational principles for building a tremendous business. They understand fucking way better than any of these young people. But some of these young people understand how to get attention or how to build a funnel or how to get leads better than some of the older dogs. Okay, so, you know, you have to you have you have to take what they say very serious but you also have to understand that technology kind of changed the game on how entrepreneurship is done sort of uh the x's and o's are slightly different it's a different technology not a different concept so you have to be very good at listening to what these guys are saying and then kind of like thinking about it and computing it into your brain as to how to apply into what's going on right now with technology. Yeah. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Yeah, dude, that was the first thing I thought. I'm okay. He's been in a 50, 70 years yeah. old at least. Bro. Right. Like, right. The motherfucker ain't got no TikTok. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So like, and he may understand what TikTok. Maybe fuck. Maybe he's got a big maybe he TikTok. Does. Yeah, maybe. yeah. Who knows? <laughs> but my point is, is that we have to recognize that. The concepts are always the same. I think what makes me a formidable entrepreneur is that I operated for a long time without social media and the internet, you know, and I'm still young. I was like right in that sweet spot of age range where I was young enough 
to still be young when technology came around, but I had that good eight, 10 years ahead where the internet and social media wasn't like the thing. Mm -hmm. So I was able to learn the real fundamentals and that handicaps a lot of the young bucks now. Like a lot of the young guys that are coming up right now, they, they're all about lead generation and they don't understand how to fucking actually keep customers and how to get them uh, to stay with your brand over long term. And this is why we see so many people creating basically, you know, cash flow businesses, not actual brands. Mm. And, um, you know, to create a real brand, which is what you should do because that brand's going to have brand equity and a value on the backside of your journey, right? If you're creating a cash flow business where, oh, I'm making X, if you hear, if you listen to some of these young guys, all they ever talk about is I'm making X amount a month. I'm making X amount a month. Yeah, I know. But what are you making on the back end? What's that worth? Mm. You see what I'm saying? Like, I'm making X amount a month, but I'm also building a whole bunch of things that are worth a lot of money on the back end. I can sell those things. Right. That's why that's the power of building a brand. And that's why I tell you, young guys, you guys should be learn. Yes. Utilize your skill set for creating funnels and getting leads. Absolutely. But understand how to put them into a brand so that you're building brand equity over time. And then whenever you decide that that journey is over, you have something to fall back on. You're not just, uh, you know, a slave to your lifestyle because all you've ever worked for is cash flow, which is a problem that a lot of people get into. Yeah. So, Yeah. I love it, man. Yeah, man. That's it. That's pretty much it. You know, you guys who are who are out here right now, you got more opportunity than anybody ever, considering that the world doesn't burn down and fall apart. All right. Which is a very real thing. That's why we do CTI. That's why we talk about what's going on. A lot of people, you know, a lot of you guys get frustrated because, you know, uh, I don't do strictly personal development. But the reason that I don't do strictly personal development, the reason I talk about CTI is because uh, one, like I said, the internet is for entertainment and it's an entertaining show. Uh, but two, you have to know what you have to do as your obligation as a citizen in order to protect your ability to grow a business. You know, a lot of these guys, these influencers out here who are just talking about money, 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 they're not understanding that the environment can change very quick to where their little schemes and skills don't matter at all. Mm -hmm. And we're not that far away from that in America. So whether you listen to our show, CTI, or whether you stay up with current events with someone else, uh, which I can promise you won't be as fun, but- uh, Well, they're all th those- those other sources are listening to CTI. That, that, so. That's 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 a lot. There's a lot of truth to that. Um, you have to be aware of what's going on in the world, and you have to be socially cognizant, and you can't be delusional and buying into, you know, the left narrative or the right narrative. You got to see things for what they are in reality without bias if you want to be effective in entrepreneurship and 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 do your duty as a citizen to make sure that we maintain the fertile soil that we've always had, which is quickly dissipating. Yeah. So. Some all you young guys who are just out here in business, man, you guys need to get involved in what's going on in the world. Otherwise, you're not going to have the ability to grow these businesses. So I'll leave you with that. That's real shit, man. Well, guys, Andy, that was three. Yep. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you guys. Love you guys. Go pay the fee. Yeah. Went from sleeping on the floor. Now my jewelry box froze. Fuck a bowl. Fuck a stove. Counted millions in the cold. Bad bitch. Booted swole. Got her on bankroll. Can't fold. Dust a no. Headshot. Case closed.